Hello everyone, welcome to Turner Talks in Thickness and in Health with your hosts Bailey Turner and Zach Turner. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the top five reasons why you aren't seeing progress or results. So if you are new here, welcome. We're so glad to have you. We talk about pretty much everything on this podcast, so we hope you enjoy. And if you like this podcast, don't be afraid to leave us a rating. We'd be so, so grateful. So let's jump into it. All right, so the top five reasons why you aren't seeing progress. Number one, you aren't following a program. Yeah, I would I would delve into that even further and say not even just following a program, like just having a lack of a plan in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the what is that old adage? It goes, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail. Mm-hmm. So if you if you just are guessing in virtually every aspect of not only just like fitness and like health, but life in general, it tends to be pretty difficult to be successful or whatever your definition of successful is. Yeah. You kind of go into each day like, oh, I guess I'm going to do this or, you know, like, and that's how I was like when I was nursing, I didn't follow a program because I truthfully had no idea when I was going to make it to the gym and sometimes even nursing school. And so I would just literally go into the gym, have no plan and wing it and I felt like my workouts sucked one and I wasn't seeing progress like I wasn't really getting stronger I wasn't really seeing any progress with my physique and now that I've been consistently following a program like really to a T like the best that I've ever been following a program since August I have seen great strength gains and my physique has changed so so much and my nutrition hasn't really changed that much either I've been a little bit more mindful but it's because I'm busting my butt in the gym and following a plan and actually pushing myself so you know you can go to the gym and do whatever workouts you want you can follow Instagram workouts whatever but if you have a goal to get stronger and actually you know change your physique you want to be following a program yeah I think we touched on that in an earlier podcast but you know, it seems to be something that we constantly run into with people. Um, and like you said, last year, the like the entirety of, uh, honestly, for the last two years, like 2020 yeah. and 2021 for the most part, I've, you know, not been lazy per se, but I've just been, I don't program hot, but I just like second guess everything I do in my programming. Yeah. Like I'm constantly thinking like I could be doing one thing better and it's better to, you know, attack a terrible plan versus, you know, waiting on a good one, I guess. But like when I was at my strongest in 20, 2019 is when that was, yeah. You know, I was <clears throat> meticulously following my plan and making adjustments when needed, not like making adjustments constantly. Mm-hmm. But like when you follow an actual like training program, it doesn't even have to be like the most thought out or, you know, most... <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but it doesn't have to be like the best program in the world. But like if you follow it and you, you know, give 100% effort in that programming, you're going to see results. And, you know, that's what I did. And you can make predictable jumps and you, you know, it's like I said, it's planned out and it's predictable, the improvement that you're going to make. Yes. So number one is following a program, especially if your goal is to get stronger and actually see progress, whether, whether that be to lose fat or or to gain muscle. So you want to follow a program so that you have goals that you can set for yourself and you can try to reach those goals with a set program. So number one, follow plan, plan, 
plan. <laughs> have a plan. Have a plan. Yeah. Follow it. Follow program. Doesn't even have to be ours. We're just saying in general, it's a mm-hmm. good idea to follow a program if you have goals that you want to reach. Second is to pay attention to your eating habits. So if your goal is to lose fat, you want to make sure that you're in a calorie deficit. If your goal is to gain muscle, you want to make sure that you're eating enough to gain muscle. Sure, you can, you know, have a body recomp by eating, you know, at maintenance or a little bit below and you can still see physique changes. But if you want to put on a substantial amount of muscle, you're going to have to be eating enough. And that means, you know, you're getting enough protein in, you're eating enough carbs and you're eating enough like in a surplus to make these progress, you know, gains. Um, If you're trying to lose fat, on the other hand, you need to make sure that you're either moving more or you're eating a little bit less. So it just, you know, calorie balance. What is going in, what's coming out needs to be negative if you're in a deficit. It needs to be positive if you're in a surplus. So eating eating for your goals is a huge thing that people don't realize like nutrition plays such a huge role in seeing progress. So you need to really make sure that, you know, you're not trying to lose weight and then you're, you know, overeating and overindulging on the weekends, but your whole week is good because that will just throw, you know, your entire net balance off for the week. And like, like I touched on earlier with the, the first point we made, you know, if you're eating like consistently, like most of the same things, it's a lot easier to stay on track. I feel like too, mm-hmm. like when I struggle with it is when I am one tracking everything I'm eating, like everything, like vegetables, every like drop of, you know, pan <laughs> <Ketchup>. spray <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> Sometimes Zach has an all or nothing mindset and that's that's, kind of like what what a lot of people do. So you try to track every single thing and then he like won't allow himself to enjoy anything. And that's what a lot of people do honestly is they think that they have to have this all or nothing mindset. Um, So if you're trying to see progress and you haven't been seeing progress, you need to really pay attention to your nutrition and make sure that you're eating for your goals. So like I said, if that means you want to lose fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. If that means you want to gain a substantial amount of muscle, you need to be eating in a surplus. Well, and I think something that people need to differentiate between two is there's a difference between eating for fat loss and eating for performance. For sure. Because, yes. If you're eating for fat loss, yeah, it gets annoying to like constantly like see it on Instagram and talk about calorie deficit, calorie deficit. Well, no shit. Like, I don't think anyone can argue that anymore. It's Mm -hmm. just like, but if you're trying to like, Perform at your best in the gym. There's a certain way you're probably going to need to eat. Like yes. Your protein's going to have to be on point. You're probably going to want to consume a substantial amount of carbohydrates. And vegetables for digestion, proper digestion. Okay. But yeah. no, like you need to prioritize getting in protein. That's like number one. Then carbs. Getting in a, I would say 40 to 50% of your calories should come from carbs. And then obviously fats are important for just staying satiated and full and your hormones. So having a good well-balanced diet that's not going to just be like if it fits your macros like I can fit in a cheeseburger so I'm gonna fit in a cheeseburger well then you have to eat a salad later in the day because you're already you know Mm -hmm. I don't don't want people to misconstrue this as like well then I can't enjoy my food like no obviously enjoy your food enjoy what you like to eat but understand that there's a price to pay when it comes to exactly 
You're going to feel a lot better if you have higher quality, higher volume foods that you're putting into your body. And Zach found this out the hard way. Like when he did start tracking, he realized his trips to the pantry added up really fast. And then he didn't want to, you know, spend his calories on random little chocolate bars in the pantry. He wanted to actually have like a big bowl of rice and burger and like, or eggs and cheese and whatever. When I was eating a lot of salads too, just because they're really filling. Yeah. And... You feel good after you eat it, like... You don't you feel like junk. a yeah, bag of balls, yeah. thousand grams of fat, and I don't feel like my arteries are closing off. <laughs> so, number two is to eat for your goals. So, like I said, just to summarize, if your goal is to gain muscle, you want to make sure you're eating enough, prioritizing protein and carbs, and then if your goal is to lose fat, you want to make sure that you aren't overeating. So... Um, There's no such thing as starvation mode. I want to preface by saying that because so many people think that if they're eating too, too little, they're going to gain fat. That is not how it works. Um, You could be adjusting your metabolism to adapt to eating lower amounts, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to gain fat by eating a hundred or thousand calories. That's just starvation mode is not a thing. So um, that leads us to number three, which is, do you remember what number three was? Get enough sleep. Sleeping. Yeah. So sleep is so, so important. Honestly, I think this is like the one, like, the first two don't go if this one doesn't, I don't think. Because like when I, when my sleep is off, like, I hate the, you know, you get into these little grooves and I'm not trying to rip in you where it's like, we need to wake up at four o'clock and lift at five. We went to bed at 11, but we're going to run on six hours of sleep and we're going to run ourselves in the ground. It's going to last a week. Oh, that's what I say. Oh my God. I'm no, punch you. but like when my sleep's on point, obviously my you nutrition feel. like is for the most part too at the same time. But like when my sleep is on point, you know, that's like the one thing I noticed the most is my sleep or the lack thereof. Yeah. Like I remember the, I think it was around it was the first week that we decided to start waking up at four to train at five it was like the first week we started going to the gym in st george yeah it was like in august we and we were super busy too trying to move everything in and just kind of get organized so we weren't going to bed till like 10 30 11 whoops sorry i dropped something stop fidgeting stop playing with stuff you can sit here like a an adult you don't need to fidget with things (laughs) so we were like going to bed at like 10 30 11 And I was like, well, Zach had a training partner that he wanted to train with at five. So we were waking up at four to get to the gym right at five. Well, because we walked the dogs and like... Although we hadn't been working out as consistently as like we should have been before this, when we started going that week, I remember like Friday rolling around. Well, actually like two days in. I was so sore. I could barely walk. You too. I remember sending a video to Jake and I was like, look it. He can't even walk. We were on a walk. Remember well, yeah, that? it was like, it was literally Wednesday and I got to the gym and I was just like dragging Dude. butt. And then I said to him like, well, we both said like, we need to have like a Wednesday sleep in day or something because this is just like too much. And then Monday through Friday, the gym opens at five. Saturday, it opens at seven. Yep. But he owned the gym. So we were still going in before that at six. So we're getting an hour and it's like. I don't know how many days a week I can do this. Yeah. Like, this is just too much. And Bailey was just so gung-ho about it. I love, I love getting up, up early. I do. I love getting up early. I don't like sleeping in until 10, but I also like getting sleep. Yeah. I think that we just need to get better at going to bed at like 9. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, someone likes to watch TV until the wee hours of night. <clears throat> you. King of Queens. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, sleep is so, so important and you will realize like if you're not getting enough sleep, your performance is going to start to tank, your recovery is going to be crap, you're going to be more sore, you're going to just feel like Well, your ability to like, if your goal at the moment is to like lose weight, it's going to be like very hard and challenging. I wouldn't say impossible, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be very hard to lose weight it's going to be very hard to build muscle if that's your goal at the time yeah because during when you sleep your body is recovering and building the muscle that you work so hard in the gym to build so when you rest that is when your body is hard at work actually repairing your muscles so it is so important to get adequate sleep and rest your body um, and you will not notice progress or results if you are lacking in the sleep department. So if you've been trying to get better at sleep, good for you. Try to go to bed an hour earlier um, to try to... And like, we're obviously understanding if there are like parents out there, like we can't speak from experience yet, but we get that it's, you know, sleep is sometimes not something that's fully within your control. So we're understanding of that. For sure. We're just trying to say, trying to... If you have control of it and you're not like taking advantage of the ability to get extra sleep, probably start doing that. But like I said, if you're laying in bed, like at 10 o'clock and scrolling on TikTok for an hour, you know, before you go to bed, that's probably an hour that you could be trying to sleep. I just wanted to say that because I know there will probably be someone that will come after saying, (laughs) you you obviously aren't parents yet. Yeah, true. Very true. get that, but... Um, So pay attention to your sleep. Try to go to bed an hour earlier. Try to get good quality sleep you don't want to be waking up all the time if you can control that and get good quality sleep to better recover um number four is going to be effort so not only following a program but putting in effort to that program you can't just follow program and expect to see amazing results just sandbagging it or going half-ass you Mm -hmm. have to actually put in effort and be challenging yourself so I think the thing that I think about the most with this is you know a lot of girls do our programs most of the recent ones and they're like okay like some of these sets are only two by ten like that shouldn't be that hard well if you're actually putting in a hard freaking ass effort that's going to be challenging Mm -hmm. if you're pushing the weight if you're like truly going one to two sets before failure you're going to be like okay two sets is enough I don't even want to do a third one yeah like it just gasses you and like I do this in my own programming too with like Bailey even is like sometimes I'll literally just have one like working set like one all-out set I know this is like big in like like the bodybuilding community especially is like every set treated like up to that point is treated like a warm-up basically and then you go for like one all-out set and like you take that to like failure, like, or just shy of it. Like, and I'm talking like absolute failure, like gun to your head. Like you can't do you another rep. You cannot physically do another rep with sound quality and like. And there's not many people that train like that. No, and, and it's like tough to be like, honest with yourself. It is. It's so hard. If you train by yourself and that's something that I even struggle with too. Like I do better when I train with Zach because like. He can push me. I can push him and be like, okay, you're doing 80s for Bulgarians. Go up. Like, I can do, you know, I'm catching up to you. Like, and then he'll be like, that looked too easy. You need to go heavier. It's easy to have that kind of honest effort with a training partner. But when you're by yourself, you really have to be honest with yourself and be like, after that set, was that almost a failure? Was that too failure? Was I pushing myself enough? Like, am I going to walk out of the gym and be like, oh, I could have gave a little bit more? If so, that's not your working set. Go up and wait. Try again. Yeah. And like, 
a lot of like the stuff like I'll improve like I'll include in like the guides and like programs that we write is like and like a lot of like the research shows that sets have to be within like you know two reps in reserve like meaning like you could have only done two more reps like mm-hmm. because that's the point where there's really enough like mechanical and mechanical tension induced in the like working musculature so like Bailey said it has to be close to failure and um I was going to touch on something else Oh, this is, like, I think, like, the most valuable time to, like, record your sets. Mm-hmm. Is, like, the next time you're doing, like, a set of squats or ball gearing, split squat or a leg press, hack squat, doesn't matter what it is, film it and then watch, like, the speed and, like, intensity of your, like, last few reps. If it looks like they're, like, flying up still and you could have easily done, like, a significant more amount of reps, like, obviously you need to, like, A, take that set further or two increase the weight if you're trying to work within like a specified like rep range like that's just like a huge thing exactly and like we said we're not perfect either but this is something that like we are also working on every time we step into the gym it's something that you can get better at every single time you go to the gym well it's such a foreign concept to people too and like i'm not trying to like throw your sister ashlyn under the bus but like this is something that we've struggled with in the past with her with ashlyn yeah and she's gotten she's never trained like before hard though you know like yeah us training her was like she got a kind of wake-up call because she mm-hmm. had been lollygagging at the gym like doing frou-frou workouts well and that's where like the progress and improvement lies is like those sets that are taken to like absolute failure and she saw the most progress when she was like training with you specifically mm-hmm. because she was working really really hard like the hardest that i've ever seen her work yeah um so and i feel like the people that come to us saying Zach and Bailey, like, I'm an advanced lifter. Like, this feels too easy. I so, I, Those are I, the people that are sandbagging it. Like, I'll be like, okay, send me a video of you doing this. And they're literally using probably 20 pounds too light at least. And they're like, but I don't feel it. I'm not tired. Like, one, being tired and feeling like you're going to, like, pass out after a workout does not equate to having a good workout. That's one thing. And two, like the people that complain about certain workouts being too easy are actually not putting in enough effort because you, as an advanced lifter, you can make any workout harder. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think like there's a time and a place to do like what people like perceive as like high volume training. Like I use those as like breaks from like heavy training or like moments in my training when I want to just like get my work capacity up so that when the time comes where I want to start working heavier, I have a lot more capacity to work with heavier weights. Yeah. So effort, effort is huge. You have to be and like, pushing yourself. And like, I just want to like say one more oh, thing yeah. too is like people are like constantly like, and I struggle with this too. Like I touched on earlier is like struggle with you know they think that there's a best program for them or a perfect program from them and like for them, but the effort lot or like you know the progress and like the truth lies in the fact that your effort needs to match. Like it doesn't. You could I you could give me literally the most boring mundane like training program on earth and i would still see progress on it just because i would bust my ass mm-hmm. it's and all about effort so if you're following a program great but make sure you're putting in a good amount of effort to make that program worth it so that is tip number four tip number five do you remember what oh not taking rest days yeah no like we want you to take rest yes. days. <laughs> so I feel like why you're not seeing progress is because you're not taking rest days. So 
I actually just had a girl reach out. Actually, this is probably one of the most common things that I get emailed about is, hey, I'm working out six days a week. I'm doing this program. Why am I not seeing results? And this is, they're not following any of our programs because we don't, I don't even think we have any programs that are six days a week, except maybe the first like glue guides and stuff, which we're redoing those because our, well, Zach didn't really do, have anything to do with those. I, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there and say I did not No, you didn't touch all. those. Those were like some of my first training programs that I ever came out with. And looking back, my training style has changed so, so much. I literally program like five by 20 hip thrusts. And I'm like, looking back, sure, it burnt the fuck out of your glutes, but that is just stupid. I had so much volume in those programs, like ridiculous amounts of volume. And although it implemented progressive overload by the, you know, certain volume changes and everything, it just looking back, it's way too much. We're redoing them to be like way, way better. Um, so it's, it's good though, because I feel like we're constantly, I'm constantly growing and learning and, you know, I never want to stay the same. Our programs have changed so much for the better. Um, and Zach provides a ton of knowledge too. He is so, so good at creating programs. And I feel like my training has evolved because of him too. Like I've just learned so much from him. Um, so that is something that, okay, I kind of went on a tangent, but back to the, per- <laughs> back to the person the that, rest is yes, and- the back to the person that emailed me about training six days a week. She's not seeing progress. Um, she's, you know, eating in a calorie deficit. She's doing all of the things and she's wondering why she's not getting stronger and why she's not seeing progress. So I'm like, okay, do you take any rest days? You know, like, because even on her day off, she's doing like eight mile runs or walks. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you're never giving your body time to actually rest and recover. Personally, I feel the best when I get like two full rest days at least a week, sometimes even three. I prefer four day training split. Like that's when I feel the strongest because I can give it my freaking absolute best four days a week and rest the rest and go on walks and stuff or go on a hike or whatever and I feel good and my body feels good yeah I mean if you're training six seven days a week where's the adaptation supposed to take place like Mm -hmm. your body literally has no chance to catch up to any of like the you know stimulus you've provided it so you literally like only rest when you sleep and you're at that point I bet your sleep isn't very good either yeah I mean, it's just a good way to run yourself into the ground too, I feel like. And like you touched on And get like, sick of training. Yeah. Like it's an easy way to get burnt out like that, I feel like. Because like, could you imagine if like... If we trained hard Well, think about this. Like if you're like in sports practice and you practiced seven days a week, how sick of it would you be? And you know, mm-hmm. how much would you feel like you actually get out of you it You get so point? burnt out. Yeah. And you'd just be like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. This sucks. Yeah. I feel like ever since I trained... So the, I remember the first time I was like, okay, Zach, you program for me. You tell me what to do. I think I was, this was when I was working the nursing job and he started program programming for me before I quit. And he was like, okay, you're going to be doing four days a week. And I was like, what? Four days? Like that's not enough. Or I think it was in nursing school. Actually, it wasn't even when I was a nurse. It was when I was in nursing school and I had a little bit more time to work out. And I was like, I feel like this was like pre-COVID because you were going to a different gym than yeah. I was at the time. And Zach was like, okay, you're going to go four days a week. These are your things. And I'm like, what? Four days? Like, no, I want to do five or six. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Because I, at the time, was like under the impression like more was better. And then he's like, no, you're doing four days. You're going to go hard as hell these four days. And you're going to feel like much better. You're going to feel stronger. Just trust me. 
and I trusted you. And ever since, like, I'm like, I prefer four days. I well, feel it's like so you, like, good. Put like everything you have into those four days. You don't want like a fifth or sixth. You don't day. need a fifth day. Yeah. You know, it, it might be nice for, you know, a little bit of core work or conditioning or whatever you want to do. Yeah. But four solid training days where you're going all out, you don't need a fifth one. If you are, if you feel like you need six days of hard training, I don't think you're going hard enough. Well, and there's like, there's a time and place when I feel like I like like a fifth day where I'll do like a, you know, a three upper, like two lower split or something like that. And the, like the, the additional like upper body day. Like, especially if I'm, like, trying to, like, grow my bench. High which volume. I'm trying to Not even high volume. It's just, like, the higher frequency approach for strength. Like, this doesn't yeah. necessarily equate to, like, hypertrophic gains. But for, like, strength, like, it makes sense to, like, have a higher frequency just because you're, like, just, like, continually, like, greasing that groove. It'd be, like, you know, you're trying to, like, learn a skill and you only practice it every so often. It's going to be really hard to, like, get the technique down. So I don't even use it necessarily to, like, kill myself, per se, with, like, the movement just of that day. It's just, frequency. like... Yeah, it's just to, like, get the bar in my hands, feel the movement so that once it does come time to max out, like, it's, you know, a very familiar thing. Yeah, I guess I can relate to that, too, because when I I ran, like, a squat every day program for months, um, it was when I squatted, like, I think it was five times a week, and my squat blew up. Like, I literally squatted, I think my PR went over, it was 345, so it went up almost 100 pounds. Which was huge. So I feel like the frequency definitely helped. Not This is not something that I'd recommend everyone doing. But Zach has a good point with just like frequency. So, mm-hmm. um, Well, and that's like... I'll give I'll give credit to where credit's due. Like Corey Gregory, I remember oh, yeah. in high school like doing that. And like John Bros, he's the Olympic weightlifting coach. Um, some friends and I, like every morning before school. Max out and squat. We did that six days a week. Mm-hmm. The only day we didn't do it was Sunday. And like you said, like in a, a two month time frame, I put like seventy pounds on my squat, and I got like very close to five hundred as a senior in high school. Yeah. And like it's just you're shaking hands with it every day. Like it becomes familiar. your hip mobility. Just like you feel so good. Yeah. My hips felt so open and just felt like second nature. Yeah, but like we're saying, like probably not something I no. recommend <laughs> to someone that's you know getting into the gym for the first time. But like, you know, as like. To spice up training, honestly, stuff like that's really fun to just do like, I'm going to do like squat only cycle. And like, there's like a global adaptation that takes place with that because I didn't, or I didn't bench for two months while I was doing that. And my bench went up 10 pounds Mm -hmm. because it's a nervous system thing at that point. It's not a, you know, a muscle, muscle tissue thing. Yeah. All right. We went a little bit off topic on that last one. It's okay. Take rest days if you need (laughs) to. Yes. Take rest days. Not if you need to. You need to. We're telling you, you need to. Take no, I'm rest saying days. if you're like training six days a week. Oh like, yeah, if yeah. If you need to, like yeah. if you're training twice a week, you're probably at a good spot. <laughs> or three times a week, like you probably don't need to take. Yeah. Any so if rest you days. aren't seeing progress and you've been training, you know, six days a week, seven days a week, please try to take a rest day. I promise you, it will not ruin your progress. It will do good things for your progress. You'll feel stronger. You won't be as burnt out, and you will see results. Yeah, and like I said, like I just want to touch on this one more time. Yeah. It's like there is a time and a place, like, you know, the squatting every day type thing. That's, like, overreaching, and there's super compensation that takes place with that. So, like, there is a time and a place. Like, if you want to, like, 
boost something like i feel like fast. that's for another podcast like we can talk about that in another podcast because okay. you yeah, can talk I just, about this i just wanted to touch you on could it talk about this for like 30 minutes straight so but we won't make this like any longer <laughs> than it needs to be because i feel like we're already i like, kind of forgot what we were even like yeah i know you this. literally just kept going 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 oh this is five reasons why you're not seeing progress yes okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> You forgot what topic we're on. One, the sixth reason is you're <laughs> listening to my rant about overreaching and yeah, Bulgarian-style squatting. Okay, well, I hope this helped you out if you have been struggling to, um, you know, see progress in the gym. I do think that a lot of people struggle with the things that we talked about, so we try to make it, you know, as helpful as possible for you. And if you have any questions, like always, we're happy to help you in any way that we can. So thank you so much for listening. We hope I think we should probably just recap. So the first thing we said was, you know, have a plan. Yep. Two was make sure your nutrition and your eating matches that plan. Yep. Three was sleep. Four was... Effort. Effort, yeah, make sure your effort is on point. Five is rest days. Yeah, make sure you're recovering so adaptation can take place. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. High five. Good job. Good work. We didn't even fight. We didn't even fight this time. That was the first episode that we didn't fight. A little bit at the beginning, but they didn't hear that because we stopped and restarted. That was because you wouldn't record the intro with me. No, because we recorded the intro (laughs) and I gave gave Zach They don't want to hear this. I gave Zach a a piece to say of the intro and then it went to his turn and he was just staring at the uh, microphone like i forgot uh, what it was supposed to be I forgot like what to say. But anyways as as you guys listen to this we'll be um on our way back to wisconsin driving so wish us walk. a safe <laughs> trip yeah there's like crazy like severe weather all over the yeah country right I, th- now, so. I just saw sarah's story she posted that there's a severe thunderstorm right now in iowa well, like in stanley there is winds too. up to 80 miles per hour yeah there's like tornado warnings and stuff holy like that. crap and well i we pray that everyone is safe either. right now um if you're listening to this and you just dealt with some thunderstorms and stuff i hope everybody's safe we'll be praying for you um and i hope you guys have a great holiday season i feel like we're gonna be back in wisconsin spending time with family and everything but we're pre-recording podcasts for you guys because we're committed y'all we're committed to you yeah we're ready we're ready to go we're ready to be consistent on the podcast after you know how long of being off of it we're we're in a groove i feel like we're doing pretty good we're doing much better let us know what you think if you are enjoying this or not i hope you are another thing is like it's kind of hard coming up with like podcast ideas so if you have like any suggestions or stuff you want to hear it doesn't matter. Yes, like just, anything. Like, let us know. Yeah. DM us, whatever. DM Comment the, on the, the podcast, podcast. Instagram, yeah. like whatever. We'll be happy to hear your thoughts because it is hard yeah. coming up with stuff. We came up with um, the next few, but it'd be great to get some feedback on it. Um, so, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.